Oh, wait, you didn't count down. That's okay. Keep going. We can edit that. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussion. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh, wait, this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> fuzzy tree. The friends say I'm acting like a wild as a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yo, you gonna help me out here or what? Not with that. You're not all shook up? No. Uh, I, I was a little frustrated with my shaker. Name the movie. Uh, cocktail? Yeah. Cocktail. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Well, there we are. Yeah. So, so cocktail. You, you understand the reference. Dude, you know the last time I seen cocktail, I think I was like ten. Okay. I watched that movie. Okay, like, maybe fourteen. Yeah, I watched that movie a couple times a year. Oof. Well, no, I haven't. I think I own it. I just That's on levels of like Top Gun, Roadhouse, Major League. So some of my favorite movies. Yeah, I guess I'll have to I I guess I'll have to check it out. Well, why why did it's I been open a while. with that? What were we talking about a half hour ago? Um, I was saying that I wanted to go to a bartender school and it, then you're like, what if we both went? Yeah. Did I, did I rain on your parade? No, no, because anybody can bartend. Well, I think, not anybody, but I mean, yeah, anybody can bartend. It's just whether they're a good bartender or not. Well, is, it costs is the between question. two and 400 bucks. That's nothing in today's economy. Oh no, that is a lot of money and we should take donations. Let's get a GoFundMe set up. Yeah, that's what that, I meant to that, say. That, that is a ton that's, of money. That's eight hundred bucks each. E- okay. <laughs> okay, I, we won't siphon the folks out there. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be a good pair of bartenders at a sports bar, the Two Loose Screws Sports Bar and Grill. I mean, we'd have to think of a different name. No, actually, that might work. You think it might? That might work. By God. Why are you frustrated at your shaker for? Mm, well, you saw me. I couldn't get it apart. The The glass and the metal. I, I think I need to go to the two metal. Yeah, you were embracing your inner Japanese. All I heard was... Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, oh. I was definitely talking from the diaphragm. Talk from diaphragm. Hey. <laughs> oh, boy. It pissed me off. <laughs> two of the screws. I am Chris. That is Sean. Happy New Year, everybody. (sighs) 
Okay, so should we try this? Well, I mean, I'm, it's staring us in the face. It is, but I we should probably preface it because we're both gonna fight the battle of health this year. But we agreed that on recording nights we can give ourselves a treat, just on recording nights. Okay, and so because I mean I've been good as soon as the clock struck midnight the other day at my house. I've been good too. Yeah. Well, I truly have been good because <laughs> when the when the clock struck midnight, it's like, OK, I've got probably four or five Sierra Nevadas. I've got about a third of a bottle of, Je- of uh, Evan Williams honey. You know, dump it. And I'm not getting crazy with my diet. What I'm doing is I'm, I'm trying to reduce the alcohol intake because, you know, when you're trying to burn fat, if you have alcohol in your system, you ain't burning fat. You're burning alcohol. So it's like, well, get rid of that. Funny car burns alcohol. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to support me, man. I am a jockstrap for you, buddy. There you go. <laughs> Left or right hand? What do you want me to hold him up with? Oh, boy. Anyway, but like I, I, I'm starting the year off with this intermittent fasting BS, which it's actually not BS. I, it, it's actually worked out okay. I get to eat within reason. I'm not doing any funny diets. I'm just eating a balanced diet. Trying to stay away from a lot of sugars, a lot of fried stuff, and alcohol type thing. And, and I've actually been doing pretty okay. Um, but you did make um, a very beautiful looking beverage this evening. And you have some kind of snack. You said, I'm just going to make a couple. I'm looking at a plate that has more than a couple on it. But it's a small plate, so it just makes it look like it's more. I can put it on a bigger plate, and then it'll just look like a couple. I will exercise willpower. I will, in the spirit of sample, I will have a couple. And you will have a few. Uh, okay. <laughs> but what, it, what? what is this? This drink is yeah. a New York Sour. New York Sour. What is on the bottom? Because it is three layers right here. It is beautiful. So it's it's, it's more in, in how you make it. It's simple syrup. It's your bourbon of choice. Uh, some lemon juice. And then egg white. And you shake all that together, shake it first, then throw some ice in there, shake it, and then you pour it. Now, right. here, here's the thing. When you pour it, you got to wait for the, the foam to set up Yeah. because the garnish, I guess you could say, is a red wine. I, I did a Cabernet, was it Franc? <laughs> Sauvignon. No, it's a, it's a, it's a. Franc, F R A N C, Franc. Yeah, it's a Sauvignon. Franc, whatever. Your Franc is a Sauvignon. It's a red wine. Uh huh. You're you're Chinese now. (laughs) First you saw, oh, Japanese. (laughs) And now you're, oh, yeah, Sauvignon. (laughs) You're going all Asia. To be fair, I think Sauvignon is French. (laughs) But the way you're saying it, you're all, oh, it's a Sauvignon. And you're like squinting too when you say it. (laughs) Hello, <laughs> how you doing? My name Chris, and I told the screw. No, I, I. Well, I can embrace my inner inner southern man. I can say it's a Cabernet Sauvignon. It's a Sauvignon. It's a sovereign. It's it's sovereign. It's holy. So anyway, you you, uh, you got to wait for the foam to kind of build at the top because it's kind of messy, and then uh, you, you just take your your bartender spoon and just dribble it over and it goes through the foam and sets right on top so you've got the foam on top you've got the cabernet and then you've got your drink down below it's a new york sour do you sip on it or you chug this fucker it's up to you i should probably sip on it but now 
this ain't bad because you know bourbon bourbon's okay you know it's not packed with like sugar or nothing i mean you put simple syrup in there yeah. but it's like simple syrup there's sure. a reason they call it simple syrup it's not all complicated it's simple yes yeah red wine's good for the blood thins the blood good well, for the heart lemon's supposed to be good for you and uh you know there's egg whites in there. there's protein no cholesterol protein and uh, what's the foam that's your egg white oh so it's like a meringue yeah Put the simple syrup in the egg yolk. So you, uh, you want me to describe how you make it? I'm curious now. Okay, so you you put all your liquids together first, not the not the wine. Yeah. But you put all your liquids in in one tumbler, right? In the other, you put your egg white. Put them then together, and you shake them for just a, a quick second oh, or so two. They separate on their own. Then you add your ice to it. And then you shake it some more and you shake it like crazy and then you pour it into your glass. And once you pour it in your glass, if you immediately do the wine, the wine will fall to the bottom. So you got to let it got to let it sit and get that foam to come up kind of like a head of beer. Right? Yeah. So you got to get that foam to come up. And once it's up, then you can put your your oh. wine in there. All right. Let's stop talking about it. Let's try it, mister. All right. Cheers. Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New Cheers. Year. That is different. That is interesting. In a good way, different. I kind of like it. I do too. Mm. Mm. That's a beverage. Maybe a little heavy on the wine. Maybe I go a little less next time. No, I think it was perfect for my taste. I like the wine, though. Oh, I like it too. That wine's actually really good. I didn't taste any bourbon. <laughs> I know it didn't seem like there was any, but there's there's two ounces of bourbon in there between the two glasses. Yeah, so an ounce piece. Yeah, I liked it. That's a that's a fantastic job you did there, Mister Warwa. It's interesting, to say the least. I I liked it. I don't know if if it's up in my favorites category, but it's not an everyday. I have nothing to complain about. And now you have this plate of things. They're things. I'm just going in. Yeah, just go in for it. Here we go. Take your bite first, and then let's talk about it. Uh, Pop the whole thing in, buddy. Here you go. Napkin for you. Skim. I didn't say deep throat it. That's not a scheme. That's just a direct message you sent there, you pervert. What do you think? Kind of interesting, right? It is not what I thought it was going to be. Right? I thought it was going to taste like ass. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. It's actually very good. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh. Yeah, you were mistaken. I was mistaken. I knew you were. You were like, mm, I'll, I'll have like one or two. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still only have And I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, Okay. Like one or two more. Pretty good. So yesterday, well, I'll, I went to go pick up some things for the house. And pizza rolls are huge in my house. So as I'm in the section for pizza rolls, all of a sudden you see this little bag. Orange chicken pizza rolls. I was like, come on. They need to change the name. Well, it just said orange chicken, you know, Tostitos or whatever. And then orange chicken. 
And so I was like, this is interesting. My kids love orange chicken. We got to try this. So <clears throat> bought the bag, threw them in the air fryer yesterday. Not all of them, just a few. Kind of like this, right? Just a few. And to my surprise, I was like, wait a minute. It's kind of sweet. Got uh, a kick. Yeah, it's got a bit of a kick to it. It's nice and crunchy on the outside because you cook it in the air fryer. I mean, five minutes in the air fryer. That's all it is. From frozen to that. Well. It's good. I'll tell Excuse me. I'll tell you why I was dreading it. Because I don't. You you tell me orange chicken. I'm thinking orange chicken and cheese. Yeah, no cheese. Yeah. That's why it's good because there's no cheese on it. Mm-hmm. I love cheese. Cheese and orange chicken together doesn't sound that great. No, it's like diced up a little chicken in there. And there's uh, the orange sauce. And then it's literally like a pizza roll. But no no pizza sauce, no cheese, nothing like that. Well, that's where I was dreading because I thought, okay, this is a pizza roll with orange chicken on top. And I'm like, that's freaking gross. No. And then they have the the buffalo chicken as well. Oh, that'd which, be good. Yeah, I'd be kind of curious about that. And you were mentioning you like some moldy cheese with that. Moldy cheese is fantastic. Mm. Dude, you eat gorgonzola. Mm. You know, my favorite is is Swiss. Same. Parmesan and Asiago. Those are my three top three. And all of those are as old as feet. They're moldy-ish. But they don't have blue on them like blue cheese. But gorgonzola has blue on it. Um, gorgonzola is like down towards the bottom of my list. Like, I'll eat it, but you made, you I made, prefer not. I don't know if you remember this. When you first got your smoker, you did pulled pork tacos. Mm-hmm. And you used a gorgonzola cheese that you got from Safeway. And they were fantastic. I've... um. I've tried a lot of different things. They were great. They were, it was one of the best things you've ever made me. Hmm. I don't know the best thing you've ever made me. I'd have to think about it. What's the best thing I ever made you? Probably the steaks that night here. Oh, yeah, those were pretty good. Those steaks were, those steaks were good, and especially were, with the wine. They were oh cooked a perfect medium, too. I... I and I did that without a thermometer. That's what surprised me. I did it without a thermometer. If I grill a steak, I gotta have a thermometer because I don't. You don't want them to get too. I'd rather them be medium rare than medium well. Medium's about where I want it, so I try to get it at about a medium rare temperature on the grill, so that when I pull it out, excuse, and let it rest, it by the time it's done resting, it's about a medium. But when you do it on the skillet like that. I don't know. It was, it was good. Well, best thing you ever made me. I'm I'm going to say, I'm going to go with two things. But I want to hear what you have to say, and then I'll mention my two and see if you change your mind. Okay. No, I want to know what, you're, what you think. You want me to go first? Or? Yeah. And then I'm going to bring up two other things and see what you think. Unless Thanks. you name one of them. That you made me. Uh-huh. I'm excluding the Popeye's turkey because that was store-bought. Right. Hmm. You did a hamburger one time. You went to the butcher. Oh, yeah. And you did a three-way mm. grind. I think you had some chuck those, in there. Those are pretty good. 
You had chuck. You had, was it short rib or brisket? Short rib. And brisket, I think. Yeah. Those are my three. Yeah. That's up there. Hmm. Your creme brulee was pretty freaking good. <laughs> but if okay. we're going to go savory. Hmm. Them tacos are up there, man. I remember those tacos every day. So I'm. Uh, that's my final answer. I'm going to go with that. Uh, you can go with tacos? Tacos and the burger. What about the ribs? The flavor, top shelf. But you couldn't find loin because they were out, so you had to use St. Louis. That was right. the only. That's probably the only thing keeping them off the top of my list. Okay. That's not your fault. What about the uh, bacon burn-ins? I put that number three. Okay. Number three, number four. Those were the two. Yeah. Those bacon burn-ins were good, but if I eat too many of those, I will kill over. <laughs> you know? <laughs> At least the pork, it came from the loin back, so it's a white meat. You know, not too fatty. I can't eat too many of those burgers. Those burgers were probably not the healthiest things either, but man, were they tasty. Man, were they tasty. Yeah, those burnt those burnt ends or whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll... I'll, that's just straight. You're just eating fat. Those, those, well, actually, a lot of that fat renders down because I'm smoking them for a few hours. So that fat renders down. And then I mix that barbecue sauce with that rib glaze, that cherry apple habanero. Which, to, I could drink that stuff. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it would taste like on those things. Hold on. Pause. Do you want the barbecue? Do you want the mix? Or do you just want the apple habanero? I say we just go for the apple habanero. All right. Bro, this. This is going to be it. This is the shit. This is how we die. All right, there it so is. So this is how we're going to die. Yes. So here's the thing is, is guys, if you've never used this before, this is a rib glaze that I mix with some barbecue sauce. Um, actually, it's Killer Hogs. No, is it Killer Hogs barbecue? I think so. I think it is. I do half and half Killer Hogs barbecue, and then I buy this stuff. It's Cosmo Q's cherry apple habanero. Here we rib go. Glaze. I ain't even waiting. Uh-huh. I see it in your eyes. Yeah. This stuff's like I'm having a sexual experience. Dude, right I, now. I would I would put this on my pancakes. That's what I should have done today. I made those Japanese pancakes. I should have put this rib glaze on it. My God. That's stupid. Pause because we're gonna enjoy this one, not worry about talking about it. So that hello little Warwa. That was the that was the best recommendation that that you thought of. And I'm so glad that you said it. Wow. We can almost roll credits on that. Like I don't know I don't understand why the listeners aren't pausing us right now. Getting on their Amazon accounts. Looking up this may I see that bottle? It's uh Cosmo Q. Cosmo Q's cherry apple habanero. With a K. Cosmos Q. 
cherry apple habanero rib glaze. I'm telling you, you can drink it. It is, you know, it's great on ribs. It's great on, it's great on everything. Cherry apple habanero. Yeah. Who would have thought to put two of them together, let alone three? So good. God bless America. You know, they don't have this in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we oftentimes like, you know, think, you know what, the you know. The right world. now they'd probably love it in Sweden. It would warm them up. Yeah. When I say the world, I mean America. We've gotten kind of stupid. It's like, you know what, I wonder what the Swiss are doing. We go, you know, live a life in the Alps. But, man, you can't find this stuff there. <sighs> so, put a bow on that. Totino's orange chicken rolls. They're not pizza. There's no cheese. So if you are a non-dairy eater, you can eat that. Very good. But get yourself some Cosmos Q cherry apple habanero rib glaze and just get a straw. It is delicious. It, <laughs> it is. It is. It's sexy too. Shawnee boy, what'd you do for New Year's? I know the answer. It's rhetorical. Yeah. Well, do you want a little bit of this? There's a little bit left. No, I'm good. All, right. All you, brother. Does I wonder if it separates. You got it poured in that glass there. I wonder if it'll separate. Gotta keep them separated. Hey. Offspring. Anyway, oh, so I worked. Yes, I, you did. Yeah, I had to work. I did not. So, uh... After work, I had to come home and take care of my my little zoo that I have here at the house. And then um, I had to work the next day. So uh, I came home, took care of my dog, took care of my fish, and then uh, took a quick shower and bolted over to your house. Yeah, and we kept it simple over at my house, which I was, I was happy that we did. Chili you, dogs. You didn't make enough dip. We did run out of dip. Yep. But everybody had plenty of it. Yeah. But yeah. people, you know, that's us. Is like we find something we like. We, we have to eat everything in front of us. I made 32 ounces of green onion dip, which for a normal family, you're going to have leftovers for a couple days. But you brought your softball team. Well, your softball team was already there. Yeah. But because your softball team was there, I don't know of any kid in your family that does not like that dip. No, they do. They Every like single it. one of them tears it up. Yes. So did I. You know, the only people who touched the chili was me, you, Alyssa, and Steph. We were the only four to eat the chili. Nobody else had chili. No, my kids aren't. You know what? I was going to say they're not big chili fans. What? We went to Sonic the other day and got the chili cheese tots. Yeah. They destroyed them. I mean, Sonic chili is, it's on a level of wiener schnitzel chili. I'd put it. I've never know, had wiener schnitzels. You have. You've had it with me. We got. The did I have chili or did we just have a regular dog? We had chili cheese dogs and chili cheese fries. And we annihilated them. Don't remember the chili cheese dog. Well, I picked you up to take you somewhere, and you're. I, like, rem I remember we went there. I just yeah. don't remember the chili cheese dog. Well, you ate it pretty fast. Mm. I tend to do that sometimes. No, Wiener Schnitzel chili is number one. Like Sonic's not even close, but what? I would put it number two. Okay, that's the next challenge then. 
compare the chilies? Yeah. We need to go and we need to get dogs and we need to compare them. I think we need to do the, do the fries because to me... Well, we could do that too. We could do fries versus tots or something. Or we could do fries Because I love fries. a good chili dog, but like the hot dog can, you know, it can overpower the chili. Whereas the chili enhances the fries. And if you want to highlight the chili, you need to get something bland like a fry. Well... But a chili dog is pretty freaking good. Maybe. Then I say we do both. Yeah, we'll do one, we'll cut do it in both. half, and then we'll do the... Yeah, yeah, we'll do one from each, and then we'll do... I like the tots, though, better than the we fries. We can do tots. So then... Do chili cheese tots and chili cheese fries. fries. Because right. Wiener Schnitzel's known for the fries. All right. And so let's, Sonic's let's known for the that. tots. Okay. I'm looking forward to this because I'm not eating this stuff on the normie anymore. <laughs> I, I really kind of wish we could do it now, but I don't think that's possible. Well, you're not here next week, right? No, I'm here. Oh, it's the next week. It's the following week. Okay, so we'll do it next week then. Yeah. But you want to know who's got a sleeper chili? Hmm. You remember that place uh, down in Agritopia? Oh, yeah. Joe's or whatever? Yeah. They do a, a, a chili cheese fry. They and do. When, when, when Steph was in recovery mode, <laughs> not too long ago, um, mm. we were eating out pretty much almost every night, and I was, you know, we're, we'd watch TV up in the bedroom, and I, I just we were trying different things, right? One of the things that I got one night was uh, some chili cheese tots, or not chili tots, fries from Joe's, okay. and it was like this big ass platter. From Joe's Farm and Grill. Yeah. Steph is good for like, you know, she loves stuff like that, but she's good for like two or three bites and done. So I got this big platter of chili cheese fries. I'm thinking, hmm, I could probably put away half of this and I got some leftovers for tomorrow. There were no leftovers. And it was a big ass platter. Really? Yeah, I felt like a fatty. Now I want to try those. And and for dessert, we had their apple fritters. I would imagine Joe's is pretty good. I've heard that their um, barbecue that's downtown Gilbert is pretty good. I've never had it, though. I've never had the barbecue. We had, uh, me and you went there one time, and we got the platter where it was like ribs and pulled pork. Like, it was like a variety thing. Joe's? Yeah. Joe's Farm to Fork or whatever. We ate there. Maybe I'm starting to, like, lose it because I sure don't remember... I don't remember You didn't much. remember the wiener schnitzel, and that surprises me. Well, I remember going to wiener schnitzel with you, but I thought we just got a regular dog. Well, I mean, their chili dog's kind of their staple. It's like the Big Mac of wiener schnitzel. It's like the taco. Huh. From Taco Bell. Like, it's the highlight. It's the main course. It's what everybody gets. Why don't I remember? It, maybe it didn't impress me that much. I don't know. Maybe. If I can't remember it, I don't know. Or we'll do it again. It, here's the other thing too is I've never been to Wiener Schnitzel other than the one time that you and I went. I haven't gone back. Maybe it didn't impress you that much. We'll figure it out next week. Yeah, I guess we'll figure that Where's out. Where's Sonic around here? Sonic's uh right off of Higley. Oh, the one by my house? Yeah. It's not even well by my old house. Yeah, right, well yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Right next to Walgreens. Man, so Wiener Schnitzel's already gonna have an advantage because by the time that Sonic gets here, they're gonna be cold. Which, with a tot covered in chili and cheese, that don't matter. 
Yeah, no, I think it'll be okay. Yeah. I'm hungry. I know, right? I See, I've been doing good these last three days. And I thought, you know what, I'll have a few of these little gimmicks with you. You know, I'm, I've got... 16 more minutes that I could eat. In 16 minutes, I have to stop eating for 16 hours. No, thank you. I can eat at 3 o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> no, I can have electrolytes and coffee and all that yeah. shit before then, but... Wow. I could eat basically from 3 to 11 tomorrow. <laughs> I should have backed that clock up, huh? Well, well, if I had to back the clock up, I wouldn't have been able to eat that. I'm trying to kickstart my metabolism so I don't have to take this freaking levothyroxine no more. It makes me feel crappy. I don't like the way it makes me feel. It makes my blood pressure go well, up what, a little what's bit. It for, what's level thyroxine? Thyroid. Uh, my metabolism's dead because my thyroid is dead. Mm. Intermittent fasting is supposed to help kickstart it. Mm-hmm. With activity, we we took the dogs walking before we came here. Took took them down the green belt. You still have a uh, gym membership? No. You don't need one. I still have mine. Are we going to go? I think we should go. I think there's something that we should do. What are you going to try? Are you going to up my cardio? Yes. On what? You're going to make me climb the stairs. Just a treadmill. Okay. We can even do it in the movie theater room. Done. Okay. And we need to, we How need often do you want to go? Uh, it's funny you say that. You know what Steph said before I left? What? She said, hey, do you still have your EOS? And I said, nah, I got rid of that thing earlier in the year. She's like, you should piggyback off of Sean and the two of you should go. Like, well, yeah, that's I still have mine. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, then I'm just using the poor guy. She's like, well, you might be encouraging the poor guy. Ask him. And then I forgot to ask you, and you just brought um, it up. I don't know why, but that that did not taste like, like you said, a bourbon. It almost tastes like a champagne. It did taste kind of champagne-y, and I don't like champagne. I, but it's not, like, bubbly like that either. It, it was good. It was like a flat champagne. It was it was good. I liked yeah. it. It's different. Okay. Uh we were just talking about that New York sour. Um okay, well we can uh we can figure out we'll just have to hard thing is your uh your schedule and my schedule doesn't really align. Yeah, we can figure out some alignments. Even if that means we gotta split the burden on one of us. Like if you know, you have to go a little bit later than you'd wish to go some days and I have to go a little bit earlier than I wish to go on others. Okay. Unless you make altering changes, uh, uh, you're not going to sure, yeah, get we, altering changes. That's biblical right there. No, I think we can talk about this more offline, and then uh, maybe we can figure it out. All right, back to my house. So you came to my house. We had uh, we had some chili. We had some dogs. We had some chips and dip. I thought uh, I thought it was a good menu. It was an easy menu. You know, chili is one of those things you just make it and you walk away. Yeah. Dogs, it takes... Five minutes on a grill to make a hot dog. Except for yours. Yeah, mine stays on a little bit longer than five minutes. Yeah. Mine stays on about 12. <laughs> yeah, you you like the uh, New Orleans style. I, I, I do Cajun. like mine a little well done. That's not a little. 
you like the house to burn down with the hot dog in it, and then you'll eat it. I, I, I like a little bit of char on my hot dog. <sighs> you like you like carbon. Yeah. You like a lot of carbon on your hot dog. It's probably what killed my thyroid. No, but I had two. I had one chili cheese dog, and then I had another where I took the bun and I just put chili and cheese on it. It was pretty okay. good. That would be good. Yeah. Um, and then I had some chips and dip. I had... <laughs> we, we really didn't plan on breaking out the the drinks because nobody there drinks. And you had to work the next day, so you right. weren't drinking. Yeah, right. Um, Steph wasn't drinking. And I wasn't going to drink by myself. And I was, but then I got to think, it's like, I got to dump all this stuff tonight. Because I don't want to just have it available. Because if it's available, it's like M&M's. If you got a bowl of M&M's and you're sitting down watching TV, what are you going to do? You're going to munch on some M&M's. Kind of same concept. If I got Sierra Nevada's in my fridge and I'm just chilling watching TV, Sierra Nevada's calling my name. Now, I could have brought it to your house, but you I did. opted not to. I have one in there. Well, I'm not going to have it. I'm going to save it for a special And day. then I got a couple Sam Adams in the other fridge. Well, those we'll save those for our treat nights. Okay. Um... But yeah, I just, I didn't want it at the house. And so I thought, okay, you know what? It's New Year's Eve. I'm, I'm going to have a beverage. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pour myself a two fingers pour of some Evan Williams. And uh, somebody we're familiar with thought, I, I want to try that. <laughs> mm. So my sister-in-law, who doesn't drink, she, she weighs about 100 pounds soaking wet little tiny thing she wants to have a beverage with me the only thing i've got that is remotely close to anything that she might even want to try would be the bourbon because you're not going to have a double ipa for your first beer she's the kind of person that doesn't want to taste alcohol she just wants the the foo-foo kind of stuff yeah so i was like okay we'll do this i i had um i have a glass that i that i drink out of it's a it's a special glass my brother got me. I just put a couple of ice cubes in there. I pour about a two fingers pour, and I just I let the ice cubes melt. And I just sip on it for a little while, right? Mm-hmm. She's wanting to do a shot of this. Well, I brought up the shot glass because I was it like, was small. That's that's a small because there's no way she's going to take a glass of it. <laughs> so I, I I pour it for her. I give it to her, and she takes a little sip, and she she begins. I don't to, even think she took a sip, dude. I, I think it wet her lip. Yeah, that's about it. And then she handed it to me, and she's doing the gross dance. And I thought, well, I guess I'll just drink this. So then I I took the shot, and I put it down. She's like, "How do you drink that?" And then she's like, "Wait a minute, does give it give it give me another one?" She wanted to try it again, so I poured another one, thinking, "Okay, well, looks like I'm doing two shots." <laughs> right. So I poured another one. I gave it to her, and she took about a third of this one. Um, it might have been closer to half. And, you know, she's doing the happy dance. Like, you know, she just stubbed her toe on a Lego. Right. Gives the rest to me. And it's like, well, I guess I'm doing this. So I just poured the rest in, in my glass that I had. So, I was, you know, I, I like I like my bourbon cold. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, me and you, we had a we had a rematch coming. We've we've got cornhole out in the backyard. <laughs> Get that shit eating grin off your face. <laughs> <laughs> because um, I have no problem saying this whatsoever. And I know you'll have no problem hearing it because of what's going to transpire next. But 
the last time we decided to match up for cornhole, um, I uh, I disposed of your ass, quite frankly. We go out there and it's like you want a rematch, so you just you proceeded to. I don't know an appropriate word to use, but you you had a chip on your shoulder. You I did not. I went out there as humble as can be and just enjoyed myself. You may have been humble in the face, but the arm and the bags were not humble. They were not humble, Bubba. They were not humble. Um, after I lost that one game, no, they weren't. Then it was like... We played like five games. I won one, and you won four. And the last game that we played was not even worth talking about. <laughs> so I think you got to 21 in three rounds, and I was still at like, what, six bags? Maybe, yeah. So 21 to 6. It was, uh, it's because I lost the previous round. Yeah, you had an attitude. Well, I was determined. I was determined to win this one. You say determined, but what you really mean is you had an attitude. No, no, because it's just just a game. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a competitive person, but I'm not going to sit there and, and bet my life away or anything like that. It was fun. I got my ass kicked and it was fun. It was fun. The, the last time I did not get my ass kicked, I came out triumphant. This time, you know, it was uh, it was Connor versus Poirier too. That's what mm. it felt like. Didn't quite feel like Connor. Well, you know what? That last game felt like Connor versus. Maybe Dana. it was more like Dana versus Connor. All on the Xbox <laughs> over there. <laughs> See now you now you're just being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so you know, we got the fire going back there, and we got the TV on, and it's like we're looking at the clock, and you got to work the next day. It's like we're going to do fireworks, but we're going to do them like 9 o'clock. You're not staying till midnight. Right. And we know that your kids are going to be zonked out by about 10, so we're going to do fireworks at 9. And I go, and I've got a couch in my backyard, right? And uh, lo and behold, there is my sister-in-law passed out open mouth with the blanket just having a sleep of her life i guess uh i guess that bourbon did her some good <laughs> yeah maybe it was fun nonetheless i took some pictures i said to her sisters they can use it as blackmail later it was fun that's good but uh yeah we got everybody out we did some fireworks not too many you know and they weren't too crazy but you know fun was had by most those who were getting cold, I think they went back in the house. Yeah. I think Alyssa went up to Nicole's room and passed out. Yeah, I think so. I mean, so. passed out. And we tried to wake her up a couple times. She's like, no, I'm good. I just want to rest. And then, like, you know, she came down right at about midnight, five minutes till, so she can get, um, we do that that non-alcoholic uh, sparkly the grape shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Cooper family tradition that, you know. Yeah. Because that stuff's pretty tasty. It is, especially the red. Yeah. I like the red. That's the one we had was the red. She came down long enough to get her her toast with the Welch's grape juice, Happy New Year, and uh, the ball dropped, pun intended, skume, and by 12.02, people were scattered and gone. 12.02? I'd say by 12.02, shoes were getting put on kids' feet. Wow. And by 12.05, people were gone. Wow. Yeah. Happy New Year. Peace out. Wow. Yeah, it was great. 
Huh. Cleanup was already done. You know, we had paper plates. It was chili cheese dogs. There wasn't a lot of mess right. made. You know, I mean, in your, you know, your kids didn't bring a whole lot. You were gone by 10. Yeah. I think after you left, I decided to clean up. I think uh, they they hit my couch and they started watching Parent Trap on the Disney Plus. Alyssa was in Nicole's room, crashed. Steph went to our room and took a nap. Good grief. And your brood was on my couch, and so I, I took advantage of the of the peace and quiet, and uh, I cleaned my kitchen, which was minimal. It was a good night. I'm very pleased with it. I came home, turned the TV on again for Griffin. He was scared to death. He was scared all through the next day. He would not go outside to go to the bathroom. I don't know why fireworks don't affect my dogs. Yeah, well, I mean, I made fireworks, so they were quite loud and scared the garbage out of my dogs. Uh, so so I think PTSD. they have, yeah. I mean, I personally think in another life that dog was in the Vietnam War or something. Got the squinty eyes. It changes you, man. It changes you. I don't know. But he does uh, He does freak out when they start shooting off fireworks. Poor guy. Where's he at? He's on the edge of the rug over there. Oh, okay. Um, no, it was a good New Year's, and it was a good Christmas. We talked about that last week. It was a very quiet Christmas, something yeah. that you have not yet experienced in a while anyway. We'll, we'll get you there. You know, I I just hope eventually one day that it settles down. That week is an insane week for me. It always is. Well, you got multiple gatherings to be had. It's hard. It's hard because my family's out here, so they want to come hang out with the, the kids and stuff. And then you guys, and then there's my soon-to-be ex, the kids, that, get, that they get split up. And then the day after is Emily's birthday. So it's constant. Yeah. It's always like just go, 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 go. And part of me is like, man, I just want to hop on a plane and just go somewhere. <laughs> and then just like lay on a beach or something and be like, oh, this is Christmas. Give me another drink. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that Mai Tai now, please. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's coming. One, Yeah. And I'm sure when it happens, I'll probably hate it. No, because you'll, you'll miss. Right. You'll I'll miss, miss the all the ruckus. chaos. I'm sure. Because yours is organized chaos. It's chaos, but like everybody's happy. You know, it's, you know, Christmas, people love Christmas. They love, you know, you know, birthdays are cool because it's about one person and everybody kind right. of rallies together and they celebrate the one person. Yeah. Any. But, uh, you know, my big thing about uh, New Year's, I learned my lesson from Christmas Eve. I should have learned. I don't know why I'm still talking about this because I mean it's not like this is like shocking front page news. This is something that happens every single time we have a gathering at our house. When you guys were together, if the gathering was at your house, we would just show up, and mm-hmm. it didn't matter what was what was going on. We were there. But when we have it at our house, and there's a time frame to it, you know. It, it, it's not like it's me telling you, hey, you're going to record tonight. Hey, I'm going to leave around 9 o'clock. That might mean 8.55. That might mean 9.10. That's not a big deal. It's me and you. Mm-hmm. But when you have multiple people and you say, hey, show up at 6, 
when you really hope they're there by 6.45 because that's when dinner's actually being served, and then they don't show up until 8.15. Dude, I had the same problem on Christmas. Yeah. 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, eventually about 5.15, 5.30, they showed up. Yeah. And I was like, really? Well, that's why I went with the chili dogs because I can make them in five minutes' time. Yeah, and they the can chili's s- something you can prepare early and just keep on the stove on low. Right. And so I, I got in cahoots with Eric, your uh, your second oldest son. Mm-hmm. Your second son. Your, your only other son. Right. And then me and him had a side text going because you were in the main text. Hey, I need someone from the Warwick clan. Let me know when you guys leave. And Eric's like, I'm on it. So then I started a side text with him. I said, okay, I need to know specific information. I want to know when people are being rallied to come to the door i need to know when you're in the car i need to know when you're driving and are you stopping anywhere and he's like lol rofl rof whatever rolling on the floor whatever he's having fun with this because he saw how hot i was the week before so he's just he's just milking it and i said i'm not even starting the grill until you're halfway here and he's just laughing he finally gives me the running commentary we told everybody six or after, and we made it specifically or after. Right. Because at this point, it doesn't really matter. Um, but Steph did have one activity for them. So she was hoping it wasn't going to be too awful late, and it wasn't. So I, I, get the, I get the text, the first text from Eric. It says, announcements are being made. Let's go! <laughs> and I said, what's that mean, son? And he says, yeah, we're probably 15 minutes from leaving <laughs> LMFAO. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, so I got a minute. So what I did do is I went out and I, I got the, the grill ready. You know, got the cover off, got it good and, you know, gave it a good clean on low. You know, turned on the, the fire pit, you know, just getting things ready. And then I just go back inside. I sit on the couch and I watch whatever I'm watching on TV. I think it was... It was Vikings-Packers, but the game was pissing me off because I don't like either team, so I think I turned on, like, Tulsa King or something. He finally says, okay, shoes are being put on feet. I said, okay, we're getting somewhere. About 15 minutes later, we're actually getting in the car. Half of us are in car, half of us are not. I said, where's the driver? He goes, I don't know, LOL. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, okay, I got it. I I still got another twenty minutes. Three five minutes later, sends a text. We are all in the car. <laughs> five minutes later, somebody forgot something. Five minutes later, we are on our way. <laughs> five minutes after that, we are actually really not turning around nor stopping anywhere. We'll be there in five minutes. Now I go start the grill. Get it all cleaned up. In the meantime, I did not know this was happening. This was fun. There was a group text between me, Nicole, and Steph. Apparently, it was one of her. They're going to a party at one of her friends' house. Okay. But it's one of their friends' birthdays, and they're like, hey, we just want to surprise them with a cake. That's it. Can we do that here? And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, cool. I don't read that text until five minutes before you're crew shows up you're not there yet i still don't know if you're coming or not right well nicole comes home then a couple friends show up then a couple friends show up 
then a couple friends show up, then a couple more friends show up. And I was like, okay, this, you know, this is a surprise. I thought this was going to be a gathering of like four or five or six people. My entire living room was full of kids, teenagers, basically the football team. Uh, and, you know, pulled Nicole to the side and I was like, I only bought enough hot dogs to feed this many people. I can't feed all these guys. She's like, no, it's good. We're just going to do the cake and we're going to leave. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. No problem. Whatever. But I'm going to cook, you know, because your cousins are going to be here in a minute. Yeah, cool. No problem. Your crew gets there and they walk into my house and it's like, you know, it's like a fart in church. The looks on people's faces. They're, they are so uncomfortable with the amount of teenagers in there because it was a lot and teenagers are obnoxious Mm -hmm. and they're loud. And so it it was like the sixties over again. You want to talk about some serious segregation. (laughs) The Warwick clan went this way. Alyssa just went straight to, uh, cause she got there right around the same time. She went straight to Nicole's room. Steph is still upstairs getting the activity ready. Um, Addie and Hope kind of tagged themselves with me. Everybody else is on the island, and then Nicole and her crew is around the kitchen table, overflows into the living room, and uh, my sister-in-law goes straight to the backyard. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's feeling kind of funny now. It's feeling kind of weird, but it was it was in a funny way. Hmm. Awkward, because I'm, I know what's going on. I think everybody else thought, oh, this is what's going on, because we just told in the group text, Hey, we're having a casual get together, just some hot dogs, right. some fireworks, some TV, a game, very calm, but they walk in and they see what they think is a party. And they were going to hang out 15 minutes. It really wound up being closer to 40. So it was like that. Are they going to leave? Like your kids are like, I want them gone. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. And I was like, I looked down and you know, it's like I had a unspoken conversation with Addie. Addie's like, this is a lot of people. And I was like, I know it's a lot of people, darling. And it's like, in you know, even though she didn't say it, I know she's thinking, I want them to leave. And in my head, I answered her. I was like, I want them to leave too. <laughs> because there's way too many people in my house. And, you know, I don't mind Nicole having like a couple friends over or whatnot, but like this, this was unexpected. Hmm. And yeah, I'm, I missed it because I came right after. Oh, it would have been fun if you'd have showed up. I thought it would have been fun if I showed up at that point, but oh, yeah. I didn't know they were all over there. Yeah, that would have been fun. Either way, they wound up leaving, and then lo and behold, all the war was gathered in one spot. Now we're all together having fun. <laughs> you know, the game was everybody gets a necklace. And when you hear somebody say the word or the phrase New Year, you get to take their necklace. And then at the end of the night, whoever has the most necklaces, they win the prize, whatever the prize was. I don't know. But, you know, that's at 1150 because, you know, obviously at 12 o'clock, it's Happy New Year. Right. Um, Eric won because he was the only one, I think, paying attention to it. <laughs> the girls were like, whatever. But, uh, no, it was a good time. I I enjoyed getting my ass kicked. I <laughs> You know, I enjoyed, uh, you know, doing a, I don't know, a, a, 
<laughs> a mini shot, I guess, with my sister-in-law. That was fun. You know, she she enjoyed herself. Fun was had. Well, that's good. Your your kids had a good time. I had a good time. Unlike Christmas Eve, where I spent half of it mad. And you know, the person who I guess was the source of all the madness <laughs> from Christmas Eve, like, wow, Chris, you're in a much better mood, you know, than you were, you know, the start of Christmas Eve. And I was like, well, you're only forty five minutes late this time, and. <laughs> The food's not cold. And she she didn't initially get it. And then I had to explain to her. I was like, yeah, you know, we, you know, people wanted to eat. They were hungry. You were really late. It frustrated me. And, oh, I'm sorry. And then, you know, I just said, let it go. Mm. So that was that. What else is going on? You want to talk about this bartending school? Because I'm halfway serious about it. Are you all the way serious or are you halfway serious? Um, I'm interested. I'm curious. I'm curious to know what it would what it would be like. Like, are you talking about like from the mixology standpoint or from the tips and the tricks and the spinnies and the throwies and all that crap? I'm, do they teach that? I'm sure they do. I, I See, now personally, I think it would be all about mixology. There's probably different layers to the bartending schools. There's probably like the one that I looked up which was like anywhere from like two to 400 bucks, say 400 bucks, that was probably all mixology. I would imagine Let's see. not anybody can probably learn mixology, but I wouldn't think that anybody can learn the tricks. Like the three, you know, you got to have like coordination. Like for example, skateboarding. Not everybody can learn how to skateboard because not everybody has that coordination. Not everybody has that physicality. You know, some people are, you know, you can teach them all you want, like surfing. Not everybody can do it. I can't skateboard. I've never been able to skateboard. I could roller skate, but I can't skateboard. I would think that this is probably in the same zip code. I can learn how to make any drink. I can learn the, the, um, the chemistry of different alcohols with different liquids and like what's good, what's bad, you know, cool things like that. But to take a bottle and flip it, you know, part of me wants to try to flip that bottle of wine over there that you got, but I don't want to break it because it was a tasty bottle. Actually, uh, I'm kind of curious. What... Excellent investment of your time and money. Uh, it's not saying this one's not saying how much it is. I'm curious. I mean, I'm interested. It it this does seem more of a mixology kind of thing. I'm looking at the uh, one that says Phoenix Bartending School. That's one I'm looking at. Okay, course info. Info. It's only a 40-hour course. It can be taken in one or two weeks. They have flexible times. Okay, so yeah. Uh, yeah, this is all mixology. So they have a four-hour cream drinks, uh, four-hour martinis in Manhattans, shooters another four hours, tall drinks four hours, testing four hours, highballs four hours, cocktails four hours, 
Everything's four hours. So another one's margarita, beer, and wine, and then alcohol, and then you have a final test. Where, where would the old fashions lie in there? I guess split the Manhattans, huh? Uh, probably. Huh. Have you watched that show Stone Cold Takes on America yet? No. You would dig it. So in probably like the third or fourth episode, I think it's a 10-episode season, he goes to this bar in Vegas, and they do a lot of the, uh, like, it's a, you know, he has to be a bartender. Basically, he just goes across America, and he just tries things he's never tried. He, he goes to, like, a burger joint and works the drive through in the front counter. He goes on, like, a paranormal investigation. He takes flight lessons, does truck racing does weather forecasting, just random things. He, he joins an old ladies bowling league. <laughs> that was fun. Really? Because one of the old ladies had a crush on him. He, he teaches teenagers how to drive in another one. It's really fun. Um, you would actually dig, you would legitimately dig that show. Uh, but one of them, he, you know, this is a bar where they do all the flips and the tricks. And he's actually not a half bad bartender. He, he could flip a bottle and catch it. The only thing he had trouble doing was like doing the thing where they throw it behind your head and you catch it with your other hand. But there was this chick there that did it. So she was kind of like his wing woman. And, you know, every time he missed, she'd always catch it. She was freaking good. Huh. You should watch it. So they do have a a flare tending class. That's what they call it. Flare tending. You got to have coordination for that, though. If you Um, don't, they can teach you all day long. But if you're not coordinated, well, they provide you with unbreakable bottles properly weighed tins and flat speed openers all for you to keep How much so is you it? can practice at home. The class progresses from beginning flare knowledge to intermediate and advanced techniques. Free class refreshers are, are offered to all students. These classes not only provide lots of excitement to bartending, but also increases the bartender's value to the establishment as well as the increases to their tip potential. Of course, these skills increase as the students practice over time. It has always amazed us how fast students progress from the beginning to the end of class. Flare tending is an art, not a science. Everyone does things a little bit differently. And if it looks good, breaks nothing, and makes the customers happy, then everyone wins. So quite interesting. Yeah. Curious. I, I definitely curious. That would be pretty fun. I think me and you would make the perfect sports bar owners. Do a cocktail slash coyote ugly kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't want to pay models. <laughs> models are expensive, dude. Uh, no, but I mean, like seriously, like you think over at like Verdi, Cooley Station down by my house, put a little spot up there. Had a little, kind of like that place we went to, but if you can put some flair into it, put a few TVs on, it'd be really cool, like, kind of have, like, a Chicago versus L.A. theme. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. There, there definitely is a lot of uh, Chicago transplants here. Same with L.A. The only problem with that is, you know, they'd be expecting Chicago slash L.A. food. That's easy. You've got a Southern Cowboy and you got a Chicago boy. But, you know, you, we we could come up with a good menu. We would. And it wouldn't be overly complicated. If, you know, you wouldn't. 
You ever go to those places and you open the menu and then you turn the page and then you turn the page and then you turn the page and oh then God. next thing it's like, I don't know what to order. It Cheesecake all Factory. Good. I love the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, but, but that's yeah. the problem. They have a Bible. Yeah. We've yeah. got a date coming up at the end of the month. There's a, there's one more doctor appointment we got to get through first. We get through that and everything comes out okay. We're going, we, we are taking a date. Nicole got us a getaway package at the Palm okay. in Scottsdale. That was our Christmas oh, yeah. present. Nice. And we think we're going to take it at the end of the month. Rob Schneider, he's going to be downtown Phoenix. We okay. got tickets for that. Nice. And I thought about it for a second. I was like, do I want to take her to the Cheesecake Factory? Because she loves the Cheesecake Factory. But you want to know why I opted not to go to the Cheesecake Factory? Why? Because you got to thumb through their freaking menu. Right. Yeah, if you don't have it kind of picked out ahead of time, it's kind of tough. I've been stuck on their cashew chicken, but they also have a good Romano. Their chicken Marcella is pretty good. Never had that one. Yeah. But they, they're... Uh, see, now we're talking about it. Anyway, we I I settled on Benihana. Okay. So I think we'll just do that. Speaking of Benihana, they're opening a, ta- a tapenaki place here in Queen Creek. What? Yep. Queen Creek is like getting kind of up there, aren't they? Uh-huh. Tell them to put some cell phone towers up in this bitch. Uh, well, that that's not that's not Queen Creek's issue. That's um T-Mobile, AT&T. No, that's actually like them themselves. Well, you're not Maricopa. You're um, We are Maricopa. You are Maricopa? Yeah. Where does it cross over to Cochise? Or not Cochise. Penal? Pen, pe, <laughs> penile. <laughs> penal. Yeah. It's Penal County. Um, penal, they moved it a little bit, but it's it's farther farther east. Oh, okay. So you're Maricopa? Yeah, Maricopa. Okay. Maricopa's huge. Yeah, it is. It's huge. They do counties in Arizona like they do counties in California. They're just big. Except Orange County. Orange County's not that big, but like Riverside County, LA County, San Diego County, Imperial County, all pretty big. You know, you go to somewhere like a Tennessee, the counties are much, much, much smaller and broken up. Same thing with like a Kentucky. How was it? It was the same way in Illinois, wasn't it? No, Illinois is pretty decent. Cook County's big, Lake County's big. Um, McHenry County. I mean, they're, they're pretty decent sized, but Maricopa is probably one of the biggest counties I've ever seen. It's bigger than you can probably fit LA County in here twice. If I'm guessing it's huge. It goes down almost to the border. Don't it? Not to Nogales quite, but, uh, no, I don't think so. Cause I think that. Well, let me like it ends somewhere that. around the nuclear plant, right? Let's Verde see. or whatever. Speaking of Verde. Then got this boy break it out a map. Uh, map. Jesus. Uh, boy. Uh, where are we here? The hell? So, oh, yeah. Okay. So it's weird. They they have different areas, which I think is just bizarre. But they have an area called Sun Circle, Maricopa. 
Then they just have straight up Maricopa. I mean, this is all Maricopa County. But like Maricopa goes all the way up to Cave Creek. Yeah. Um, all the way up by Lake Pleasant. That's far, bro. That's very far. But then it goes all the way south to the Maricopa itself, almost by Buckeye Hills. Um, just north of Australia. I mean, and it goes down in the Santan too. I mean, it's gigantic. If if you if you, <laughs> if you literally literally went from the bottom point in Santan and drove straight up to Lake Pleasant, that's what that's two and a half hours. Yeah, about. Yeah. The only like I say this because like Orange County and somewhere and I and I don't know exactly somewhere around like Buena Park or Downey somewhere around there I don't know quite where it switches over to L.A. County. Say you hop on the 101, you take that over to like Oxnard, Ventura, places like that. It take you could you know two two and a half hours. Most of that is traffic. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Because you got to fight the five and then the 101 stuff. And then when you split off and you start to get into Camarillo, it frees up a bit. But, I mean, most of it's traffic. This isn't traffic. No. This is just distance. Distance. Yeah. It's that crazy. A big freaking county. you think they'd break it up. You could almost split it in four. Yeah. I would I, think. Yeah, you could. I don't know. Anyway. So what else is going on? Well, there's not a whole lot going on in baseball, but there is some chatter that the talks between Cody Bellinger and the Blue Jays may be falling apart, and he may be putting his attention back to Chicago. The only the only hiccup with that is going to be money because, you know, boring ass has already stated he wants around 210 multi-year. I don't think the Cubs are going to give that kind of money up. They're not going to give it up to Rizzo or freaking who was your shortstop? Who was that guy? <sighs> Javier Baez? Yeah, Baez. They're not going to give that kind of money up to them. I don't see them giving it up to Cody. Even though Cody, I think, is one of the... He, he's one of the top ten best baseball players today. Period. Not like No argument. He's one of the best. They should give it up to him. They're not going to. So it just depends on what he wants to do, I guess. I don't think New York is going to make a play for him. You know, they they did all those moves to get Soto and Vertigo. Well, I don't know, man. I'd, I, I still want to see him land in Chicago, but I want to see him get paid. San Francisco can pay him. Uh, let's see. What... Colton Brewer. To I just freaking hate San Francisco. I don't know. I, I they're saying that potentially Cubs have a trade coming. Shane Bieber, Dylan Cease, Mo, Cease. I don't know. I don't know those guys. Dylan Cease. He's a pitcher. He'd be a good trade. He'd be a good get for him. Be a really good get. Dude, they're like three or four pieces. Oh, uh, they're away saying from Cody continue. Bellinger continues to be linked to return to the Cubs. Yeah, because the talks with the Blue Jays are kind of imploding a little bit. But I'm telling you, they are three or four pieces away from being a top contender. 
Oh, you, you sent out something uh, the other day where you kind of laughed. Oh, because freaking ESPN analysts, they still got the Braves as the powerhouse of the, yeah. of the National League. And I was like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. The Braves have three pieces. They're big pieces, and they're good. But they've got three pieces. Dodgers are deep. <laughs> Their bench is deep. Their lineup is disgusting. Their lineup is ridiculous. Ridiculous! It is a murderer's row of a lineup. Yeah. Yeah. I think if the Dodgers moved Compton, it would make more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've already got the, the theme music. <laughs> Dr. Dre, they do their, you know, when they do the player intros, it's Dr. Dre. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that place is going to be a slaughterhouse. But I just I saw that and I couldn't believe it. And I was like, okay, this guy's got to be from freaking Atlanta. There is no way the Atlanta Braves are the power stacked rank leader, according to ESPN. Everybody else, everybody, and I'm not saying the Dodgers are going to win the World Series because let's be honest, this team has never played together before. You know, Otani and Yamamoto, they played together, but they only played together in the World um, World Baseball Classic or whatever you call that. You know, they've never played with, with Mookie and Freddie and right. Will and all them. You know, Glasnow, he's never, you know, he's a Dodger fan. He's never played in L.A. He doesn't know the system. Mark Pryor is probably one of the best pitching coaches out there, but he, you know, again, they, they don't have time together. Yeah, I wonder how that's really going to work. It might take a year or two, but yeah. I mean, I think they'll do good. I think they win the West. I, the West right now, it's Arizona and L.A. Yeah, that's it. Like the Padres are rebooting. San Francisco is probably a year out from being competitive. Colorado is Colorado. You know, so you basically have L.A. and in Arizona. In Arizona, are Here. they going to be able to do what they did last year? Well, Arizona was a last-minute lineup change. They yeah. just picked up a whole bunch of people after the All-Star game, and it just worked out their way. Yeah, they started out great, and they fell apart. Yeah. Made some changes. Took a few weeks to get the chemistry there, and then they just they got on a tear. Who knows what happens with Arizona next year? Yeah, it'll be interesting. L.A. is about the only common denominator with being at the towards the top and everybody else in the NL West. Again, I'm not, I, you know, do they win, you know, more series this year? I'm going to call for three. I think they'll win three of them, at least, maybe more, but at least three. Do they win it out the bat? I don't know. It depends on how well they click together. So I'm not one of those people that's going to say that, oh, they're going to come out of the gate swing. I think they win the West easily. Yeah. And if I'm wrong, I won't be surprised. But if I'm wrong, it's not going to be to freaking San Diego or Colorado. You know, I'd be extremely disappointed if they weren't a hundred plus team. If they don't win a hundred games, yeah, it's to me. You're they they did something wrong this year. Yeah, so, I agree. And I know a lot comes to you know playing together and having chemistry, but again, I look at the the power rankings because the power rankings are exactly that. You look at a lineup 
face value and you make a guess. And these jackwads at ESPN are like, Atlanta Braves, they're going to be, they're number one, LA's number two. And I just laughed my freaking ass off. And I thought, okay. You know what, though? Do you, you think they're doing that because uh, they're hoping that Vegas sees it and goes, oh, okay. And then that way they throw their money on the Dodgers and they're considered more of an underdog to Atlanta. So you get a higher payout. No, I just think that Southeastern analysts and fans are the worst in the world. Look at the SEC. Alabama fans, the freaking worst. Anybody in the SEC, they're the freaking worst. So these, you know, they're e- passionate. <laughs> they're obnoxious. <laughs> I was being kind. <laughs> and my guess is that these analysts, and I don't know this to be true, but ESPN is headquartered where? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I, I I'd think New York. See, I would think if not New York, maybe Atlanta. Let's look that up. Somewhere in the east. But even if they're headquartered that way, these analysts that they got, they've... Connecticut. Okay. So, I mean, it's New York, basically. Brist- they're in Bristol. Bristol. Okay. So, they have a strong eastern presence. I don't know. I just, I th- <laughs> I, I just thought that was a pretty bold statement from ESPN to say that Atlanta's number one and LA's number two based on the current lineups Atlanta lost some pieces we basically lost one you can't count Clayton Kershaw we haven't lost him yet we may lose him to the Rangers we may not but Clayton Kershaw he's not a playoff pitcher but he's one of the pieces that will help get you there you think the Dodgers are really going to let him go he's been a Dodger his whole life they'd be stupid to let him go they need to let him retire Dodger and I know how people feel about him because he he gets injured right and he has not performed statistically well in the postseason. But in order to play in the postseason, you have to get to the postseason. And Clayton Kershaw has consistently been one of those pieces that gets you to the postseason. He was a threat for a long time. I only put him, when it comes to Dodger pitching, I put him second only to Sandy Koufax. I'm going to put him ahead of the Bulldog. Sandy Koufax is about the only Dodger pitcher better than him. And that's a very, very probably... That's a one-sided opinion. I I think people are probably shitting their pants right now. You know, especially in Dodger town. But the only reason they're pissed off at Clayton Kershaw is because he blew that game in Arizona. Just like he usually blows a game in the playoffs. He didn't blow any games in 2020. Matter of fact, he did the opposite. He excelled in 2020. Yeah, he he destroyed everybody. But he always does well in, in the regular season. He'll get injured, go away, come back, be Clayton, get to October, and he's, he, he's, he's what, what is he, 35, 36, 37 years old? He's not a spring chicken anymore. So... His performance in the playoffs can't be his legacy. Because, again, you have to get to the playoffs in order to compete in the playoffs. And he has always been one of the top-notch guys to get you to the playoffs. Yeah. L.A. better not let him go. They need to let sign him to a one-year deal, pay him whatever he wants, 
Let him retire. Please, for the love of God, <laughs> don't let him go to Texas. Right. Uh, that's just a Dodger fan speaking. That's enough baseball talk. We'll see what happens with uh, with Cody. I'm. I'd I'd love to see him go to uh, to Chicago. Stay in Chicago. Um, but you know, my initial guess that you know I'm probably going to wind up being wrong on was the Yankees. They're, they're not even in the talks. My second guess was the Blue Jays, but my hope has always been Chicago, if not L.A. Um, did you see a thing where Conor McGregor announced on his TikTok or his Instagram or something that he's coming back to fight Chandler in the summer? That's what I heard. I heard Dana say it. Well, UFC is quiet on this because I think everybody was predicting that it was going to be Connor Chandler at UFC 300 because he announced the undercard. He has not announced any of the main events yet. Is this Connor going into business for himself? I don't know. I think he, um, they're going as middleweights, aren't they? 185. 185. Yeah. That's what he wants. That'll be interesting. I think it's a little heavy. But if you put Chandler against Connor at 185, Connor sports it pretty good. Almost a little too good. He, uh, well, he juiced himself up pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what he juiced himself up with. Well. You think he'd pass a drug test? He, well, he doesn't have to until he, uh, joins back and says, I'm going to fight. Right. So if he juiced himself for a year, give himself six months, nine months to get clean. Cause how long has he been out? Two years. His leg broke. Three years. Eh, about two years almost. Wasn't it? Yeah. So you juice for a year and then you take the other year to clean up. Mm. I would guess you only need 30 days to clean up. No, well, it depends. Are they doing hair? Are they doing blood are they doing piss test i think they do piss test i don't know and, and there was some controversy with that too right yeah so didn't dana tell those guys uh, whoever they were working with to take a flying leap i think he did i think they're looking at a new company now well the new company was too strict because if you remember brock versus um i gotta be careful when i say this i have to say it slowly mike hunt <laughs> <laughs> When it was Brock versus Mike Hunt. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, he, Brock got in trouble for a supplement, but it's what it was. It was a supplement. It wasn't a steroid. It was something you can buy over the counter at GNC. Mm -hmm. So the argument was, okay, now UFC is being too strict. I thought that's why they changed wellness companies. Because they were too, too strict. That, that was a blood test. Yeah. That, I think they're just doing piss tests now. I don't know. Because anabolics, those things will come up in a piss test just as easy as they come up in a hair test or a blood test. Can't hide anabolic. Right. But well, like a, I mean, if you give it six, nine months, your hair grows out, right? Blood will clean it up. Your liver and kidney will clean it up over time. You can hide that. Did Connor shave his head? I don't mm. think he did. He let it grow out, didn't he? Be curious to see if he shaves his head in the next six weeks. Well, yeah, I don't know. Huh. But even then, I mean, if he goes and takes the test, I'm sure he's clean now. 
I mean, the guy's smart. He's not, if he's going to juice, then he's going to take the time to recover from that so that he doesn't get nicked. But if he's not juicing, I mean, that's an awful lot of eating. And I mean, 185 for him seems heavy. Oh, God. It's very heavy. He's more. He's a little dude. Yeah. But if you look at him now, he looks like a King Cobra. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He really does. Yeah. Who do you got? I I think it's it's easy, Connor, Connor Chandler got to be Connor. Well, you know what's hard about that is typically you you want to come in after being out for so long. You want to come in and you want to give somebody a shot to fight someone big like Connor, right? And you use that person as your I'm gonna get my timing set. I'm gonna warm up. I'm gonna get used to being in the ring again. I'm gonna get my adrenaline going and just kind of get that feel back you don't just go jump into the ring and go balls out but connor's connor right well that's why i think that's the weird thing you'd think that they would have somebody less like a cowboy cerrone like they did after khabib just somebody who's not so prominent to just go in there and go head to head yeah, Cowboy was a big name, but he was clearly past his prime. And when they brought him back, they are I think when they brought him back after Khabib, they wanted him to go against Diaz. But Diaz was doing Diaz things, and so it's like, okay, Poirier. We got to market that fight, but we need to get him a, a warm-up. Right. They fed him to the Cowboy, and he destroyed the Cowboy in, like, what, 27 seconds? Because the Cowboy was past his prime. Yeah. I think they're doing the same thing with Chandler. The difference is, like, Chandler may get a chip on his shoulder over this. Chandler looks like he can handle 185 better than Connor can. I still think Connor wins. I just don't think it's going to be that de- decisive. Like, they may go the distance. Yeah. Yeah. It'll Chandler's be- a short dude, but he's stout. It'll be interesting. I, I'm, I don't know if I can... I wouldn't be surprised if he loses. I just, you know, the hard thing for me is I used to always say Connor, but the more I've watched him when he gets tired, he drops his hands and his face is just wide open. Well, and that's why blown Di- up. Yeah. And, and that's why Diaz was easily able to get him is Connor keeps dropping his hands and he doesn't guard himself very well. His offense is fantastic. His defense, eh. yeah. If you go one round with Connor, you got a shot, but you got to get through him coming out of the gate. Yeah, because when he comes out, like he just zong, and you know, like that fight with Cerrone, he caught him with that shoulder, right? And I don't think Cerrone recovered from that. And then he got him with the kick, and it was just grounded pound. Yep. Whereas, like with Diaz, like those were some good fights. Because they're pretty evenly matched guys, or similar in size, you know. With the who was that one dude that they predicted was going to gobble up Connor, but he knocked him out in the first swing. That happened at your house, like back in like what 2016 or whatever it was. That Latino guy. You know, one could argue that was a lucky shot. Oh, I can't remember. Because I mean, the dude's all strength, and when he gets you, he, he, you know. The thought is, is that, you know, he took advantage of the fact that Connor was going to swing. 
So he just went straight at him, and Connor just went whack. Got him square in the fucking face, and he just fell. Yeah. Done. But Diaz got him to tap that one time. Mm-hmm. I've watched the Khabib Connor fight. I don't think it was as one sided as a lot of people say. One, a lot of people are saying, oh, Khabib clearly won. There was, that was a good fight. That was a good fight. Um, Connor made a mistake. He made a few mistakes. Yeah. And, and that's a hard thing is, you know, it's easy to sit there and be the commentary and say, ah, oh, you made mistakes, but guaranteed if I was in that ring, I would have made a hundred thousand mistakes. Right. He's, he's still one of the best fighters in the world. Yeah. I love watching him fight, but my favorite part about a Connor fight is the weeks leading up to the fight because <laughs> he is just going to let that mouth run. Yeah. He's pretty brutal, but it's funny. And and if he loses, he's not afraid to, you know, get up and take his loss. You know, that's just part of him. Yep. I I want to see him win though. I think he needs a win. Yeah, he he definitely needs it because his last two fights, he's you know broke his leg on the last one, got knocked out the one before that. Before that was uh, Cowboy. He won that one. Before that was Khabib. And before that was Mayweather. Oh. Yeah, Mayweather, he laughed all the way to the bank on that one. Yeah, that <laughs> that, that was fun to watch just simply because he kept trying to turn it into an MMA bout. And it was like, no, you can't do that. Don't do that. And like Mayweather, all he was just trying to do was just not get hit. Mm-hmm. I thought Mayweather took a, took a cheap way out on that one. But that's how Mayweather was in boxing. He was all defense. Yeah. They got Mayweather Pacquiao 3 coming up, don't they? Do they? I think so. That was a rumor I heard. I hope Pacquiao wins. I hope he... So I want somebody to... Like the honor Sheik said, I hope somebody humble him, Bubba. Humble him. You whipping out the old Google machine? So I am curious. Let's see. Mayweather, Pacquiao. New fight in 22... Legends announced new fight in 2024. It's uh, Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao 2.0. They, oh, they this will be their second? Yeah. I thought they would be Legends their third. Legends announced new fight. Uh, so they announced it two days ago. Why um, do I feel like they had a third fight? Or this would be their third? I don't know. Either way, I want to see, see the Filipino win. I want to see a humble Baba. I'd like to see him win. Not that I don't like Mayweather. I don't have a problem with Mayweather whatsoever. I just, I think he's a boring fight. Yeah, they're just saying uh, Manny Pacquiao says that him and Floyd Mayweather has an exhibition rematch in the works for 2024. Exhibition. Blah. AKA staged. Not really. Maybe. Yeah, I, I'm curious when they're going to do it. Hopefully, it's sooner than later. Yeah, I would hope so. Huh, okay. I'll watch it. Yeah, I want to watch it too. But it's exhibition? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Legends? Uh, means it's going to be one of those subscription type things, like maybe on Fight or won't be ESPN. Well, we'll have to figure that one out. Yeah. However you watch those Jake Paul boxing matches, how you're going to have to watch that one probably. Boxing is not what it used to be. Like, you just 
turn on HBO or pull out ESPN. Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember when they used to be on like ABC and yeah. stuff like that. No longer. Nope. Anyway, that's all I got going on. I just want to. I want to see Connor. I want to see Connor Chandler at three hundred. I don't want to see him in July. We watch him at three hundred, and we got something to look forward to in the next few weeks. I'm just impatient. <laughs> All right, we're well, right on. We got some wrestling talk coming up, and I'm gonna let this simmer for a little bit because you know I don't know if you saw this or not, but The Rock is back. I, I heard, and CM Punk is back. We we've talked about that, but there are some serious implications for WrestleMania. Because one of the reasons that they brought Cody back is for Cody to, quote-unquote, finish his story. He wants to win the title at Mania. Something okay. his dad never did. One of the reasons they brought Punk back, because Punk wants to main event WrestleMania. Now The Rock is back. And one of the reasons they're bringing him back is for him to fight Roman Reigns, who happens to be the champion. So let's, let's see if I get my math right. There's going to be two main event spots because now WrestleMania is a two-night thing. So you can pretty much tie up the fact that Punk is going to fight Rollins on Saturday. Because Rollins is that champion. But now you got Sunday and you got three guys. But there's only room for two of them. Because they're not going to do a triple threat with Cody, Roman, Rock. It don't make no sense. So if I'm Cody, I'm pissed. Because he... Built AEW, and then the cons and the Bucks ruined AEW. He left AEW, goes back to WWE, probably expecting to be crowned their king within one or two years. This will be his third WrestleMania, and The Rock just comes in, who has not been on tour for the last year, blood, sweat, and tears, working for this company. Right. Basically, just walks in and gets a main event spot because he's the rock. Right. So what happens with Cody? I want to see this unfold over the next few weeks before we start talking about when, it. When is this? Uh, probably April, first part. But they okay. got the Rumble coming up in like three weeks. And generally, the winner of the Rumble goes to one of the main events. Again, there's going to be two main events. And they've already pretty much laid out the carpet for Punk and Rollins on one of them. The only thing that makes sense to me and like, you know, kind of bookmark this is okay. They'll just throw Cody into the triple threat with Punk and Rollins. So it'll be a three-way dance for that belt. But if I'm Cody, I'm still pissed because Cody was supposed to be the guy to dethrone Roman. They're not going to bring the rock in to dethrone Roman because rock is not a full-time wrestling guy. He's an actor. Right. He's, a, he's an entrepreneur, businessman. He can't be, the WWE champion. So now Roman wins. I think people are sick of seeing Roman as champion because he's been the champion for the last several WrestleManias. I know this is all drama and it's all like soap opera and like make-believe, but it's intriguing as fuck. <laughs> I love The Rock. But again, you know, if you... I had you do this a few weeks ago. I'm not going to have you do it right now, but I had you pull some YouTube videos, listen to some crowd reactions. Mm-hmm. You should hear the crowd reaction for The Rock on Monday. 
nobody gets Oh, I'm reactions. sure it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Punk gets those reactions, but punk's punk. And again, I'll put myself in a category like I'm a wrestling purist, and there's nothing pure about punk. He's, you know, average-looking dude, kind of bad attitude. He's, he's like an everyday guy looking like, you know, anybody can look at punk and be like, I could be that guy. You can't look at a rock and be like, I can be rock because rock is something different. He's a superstar. Yeah. He's a worldwide known superstar. Not everybody can be the rock, but anybody can be a punk. It surprises me that rock would go back to that. It doesn't surprise me because of his family. He grew up with it. He grew up in it. It made him who he is. You take him out of WWE. He is not where he is today. And I, he, he comes oh, yeah, off no, like for a sure. grateful person, and I think he wants to give back. Every few years, he tries to give back. Hmm. He did that shit with Cena a few years ago. I was actually at his return in Anaheim. They were, they were doing like a special host for Mania in Atlanta. So it had been like 2011, I guess, something like that. And I went to the Raw in Anaheim, and that's when he came back. And we knew who it was going to be him. But, you know, they, they did a decent job of keeping that secret. Because nowadays, people leak everything. Mm-hmm. You know on the internet, nobody knew for sure if it was going to be The Rock. We just guessed it was going to be The Rock. So, and it was. And it, that was a ridiculous moment to be a part of. Hmm. It was fun. But he went to Mania that year just as a host. And, like, the next night on their television show, Raw... They announced the main event for the following year's Mania. You can't do that today. They predicted the main event a year in advance. They had a year to build up to this match, and it it, it lived up to the hype. Rock won. The next year, they did it again. So you're talking three WrestleManias in a row that they built on the Rock's back. You can't do that with a Punk. You can't do that with a Cody Rhodes. That's how big The Rock is. Rock, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, people right. like that. They don't have people like that anymore. And that's unfortunate for wrestling fans because you don't have those larger-than-life people. Right. I you know, But Cody Rhodes, he's big with the wrestling fans. CM Punk, he's big with his wrestling fans. But you're not going to get three years in a row built off of their backs. You're going to be lucky to get one off of Punk. Roman, how long has he held on to the belt? He's had the belt for well over a thousand days, but he defends it. You know, he has like five, six matches a year. So they protect him. And I don't hate what they've done with him, but there's, there's always that point where this is where it needs to end. And they had that point, not with Cody this past year. You watch WrestleMania with me every year. I don't think I watched it last year. You didn't watch night two this year. Well, I guess it'd be last year now. I think you were there for night one. But you didn't watch night two. Yeah. You you worked. Right. But earlier in the year, they had a thing with Roman and Sami Zayn. That's when they should have ended it with Roman. Right there. Because it was like a perfect storm. And they could have took the belt to to Mania and did what you know, put it on Cody, whatever, did whatever they want. I'm thinking you turn Cody Hill 
let him win the belt, but then turn him heel to keep him fresh. Because the thing with Cody, what's more fun about Cody is watching him chase the belt, but it's like a dog chasing cars. They don't know what to do when they catch it. You know, dog will chase the car all day long. Once he catches that car, gets to it, what's he going to do? It's kind of the same concept with Cody. It's funner to watch him chase it than it is to watch him actually get to it. Hmm. So how you make it interesting is you turn him heel. But, you know, you're talking about Roman. They should have taken the belt off of Roman against Zane. And then send Roman away. Let him do his Hollywood thing. Let him come back every few years. Turn him into attraction like an Andre the Giant, like a Brock Lesnar, like something else. Let Roman be that occasional superstar. I, don't know, I said we were going to marinate. We're going to marinate on this because I want to see how the next few weeks go. Okay. And I want you to watch it. I want you to follow. I'll try. Because as we get close to Mania, I'm actually doing a... Uh, you remember Carter, my buddy, the wrestling dude? Mm. Yeah, I think he wants to do a live watch of the Rumble. It's going to be on a Saturday. I don't know what you're doing. I'm thinking two loose screws special edition. Okay. Watch it live record. Because that's going to tell a lot of... It'll lay some, some good groundwork out in like the next couple weeks after that. But with Dwayne Johnson involved, I think it'll hook you because you like Dwayne. Yeah. Yep. All right. We'll end it right there with the wrestling talk. What else you got going on? Nothing really. Same. I mean, in a couple of weeks going back to Vegas, but nothing. That's that's a few weeks out still. Yeah, I'm gonna put like some subtitles over Biggie's music. Going, going, going back to Vegas, Vegas, Vegas on you. Because I know this is like your first trip this year, but like if you look in a calendar year, it's my third. Third. Yeah. You probably got the the streets memorized at this point. Um, I'm going back to do something new this time. And what are you doing? I'm not uh, not telling me yet. I'm not telling. Well, I haven't told anybody that's going with. What's going on? All right. Well, tell me off air. I mean, no, no, that. Oh yeah. Your mother doesn't listen to this show, but Alyssa might. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can't really say. Not until post. Yeah. Okay. Looking forward to it. So next week, it's me and you. Week after that, it'll probably be me and Steph. I'll be back because I'm, I'm coming back Tuesday night. Oh, okay. So we'll just record on Wednesday. Yeah, we can record Wednesday because I'll be back Tuesday night. Nice. It's just a short trip. Okay. All right. Yeah, it'll work. Well, don't tell me. Don't. I'm going to. We'll, we'll hit stop on this in a minute. Don't tell me. I want to be surprised. Yeah, I, I. It's going to be more of a surprise for them than it would be for anyone else. That's just my opinion. So Griffin has his choice of the couch, the rug, or his crate. Yeah. But I got him a new bed. Oh, okay. For so his crate. 
Okay. Never that, mind. That's why he's loving it right now. I just looked over. I was like, dude, what are you doing in your crate with the door open? You ain't got to go in there. Oh, no. That's his, that's his home. That's a safe place. And then especially because I got him that new bed, he absolutely loves it. Did you get him that bed or Santa Claus? I did. Yeah. Good job. Got on Timu. Timu? Yeah. The fuck is Timu? Eh, everything comes from China or Japan <laughs> or whatever. It comes on the slow boat, but it's really, really cheap. I think I paid like $3 for that thing. <laughs> $3 bed. I'm not kidding. COVID with it? No, it's, it's really nice, actually. Huh. Yeah. I spent a little more than $3 on my bed. <laughs> Did you ever sleep in my bed? No. Like when you were watching the dogs or anything? Uh, that was before you got the new one. Okay. I know Alyssa slept in it. She likes it a lot. And yeah. Eric slept in it. I came home one of these last times and like I go in my bedroom. It's like the feet of my bed are like towards the ceiling and like the head is down. I was like, how is that comfortable, Eric? Because <laughs> he just left it like that. Like that doesn't even look comfortable. Does he have bad back or something? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he just likes being upside down. I want to eventually get the zero G option for my bed. It's eventually, good on the back. it is. It's really good on the back. So when Steph first got, you know, diagnosed with her head stuff, mm-hmm. one of the things that we did was her. Uh, we raised her head up, and that that helped a lot. Like especially like with you know preventing migraines and whatnot. Sure. Um, but she had back surgery. 2015 something like that and she she does okay for the most part but when the weather changes like you know you ever had that like when the weather changes like your joints get a little sore or whatever Bro, i've broken so many bones and shit yeah yeah i know a lot of i know a lot about barometric pressure yeah so like the weather turned extremely in it from in my opinion extremely cold for arizona it's mm-hmm. cold I'm not saying it's snowing outside. I'm just saying it ain't 90 degrees. It's like, you know, low 40s. Yes. It's chilly. Yes. When it did that, her back starts hurting. And so, like, we'll go to bed and we got that, you know, like there's a lot of preset options and she'll hit zero G. And like what it does, it sinks your back, raise your head up a little bit. You're doing exactly what the astronauts are doing on their way up to space. Yeah. Yeah. Brings your feet up. Yeah. No weight whatsoever on your back. It is nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. I recommend it for anybody. I don't know what we did for the last however many years we didn't have it. You guys survived. Yeah. It's not that we didn't have it. Well, we had one of your beds. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good story. Let's tell that one. No, that's not. Come on. It's a great story. I don't don't even know where to start with this. It started with you went to go buy a bed. I didn't have the option to choose what bed. (laughs) Let's put it that way. Somebody Um, else chose for you. Right. But that person was absolutely the most pickiest person in the world. Um, uh, it was so ridiculous to the point that we went to a bed place. We make her sound like such a heel. She's oh, a no. good woman. Oh, listen, we went 
laid on a bed and went, oh my God, this is so comfortable. Bought it, had it delivered. Oh, it's a great bed. Yeah. And then she goes, mm, they spray flame retardant on there. <laughs> It's been sprayed with flame retardant. That's toxic chemicals. I don't want it. And they came and picked up the damn bed. And so then we had to look for another one. And then everything she was looking at were natural flame retardants that weren't sprayed. Because Which is then the ones it, we got. Oh, my God, dude. I can't tell you. <laughs> I lost. I lost my mind through that whole thing. But yeah, we ended up getting one and I mean, it was not a cheap bed. It was very expensive actually. And she didn't like it. She didn't but like you it. you laid on it first, right? Oh, we, I think we slept on it for like a week. And I was like, I, I didn't like it either. My problem is I kept sinking in it. And I was like, if this is happening now, what's it going to be like in a month? But it was one of those things you manually adjust. You peel yeah. the layer back and then you flip all the things and you and we make tried. it to your firmness. Yeah, we tried. And you just couldn't get it. Couldn't, no. Okay. And so then I think this was like our third or fourth bet at that time. And by this time, not co- COVID hit. Uh, No, COVID, yes. Because they wouldn't pick the bed up. That's right. No, but there was another because we had another one. They told us, oh, just wrap it up and leave it at the front door and they'll pick it up. So, yeah, this was our f- third or fourth bed at the time. I mean, this it was this was ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, this one, they said, we'll give you the refund. Keep the bed. <laughs> and then I get a phone call. Yeah, they said donate it or just throw it away. You donated it. Yeah, we donated it because we had just a. A regular Dude. king mattress, just a regular, just I don't know, like a Costco mattress or something. It Dude, wasn't that, a, pet, that bed had to weigh two thousand pounds. It was so heavy. It was ridiculously heavy. Yeah, but the mattress we had, I think, came from like Costco or wherever. It was just yeah. a normal mattress, and it was it was hard for her because, like, say, anytime the weather turns, and the weather turns about three times a year in Arizona. It, it's hard on her back. And so it's hard for her to get comfortable. This mattress, we get a phone call from you. Hey, come lay on this bed. Just try it out. Mm-hmm. So we go and we lay on it. She's like, oh, my God, I love it. And you're like, it's yours. And, like, you're very angry. <laughs> Not angry that you were giving it away. Angry that you were in the position <laughs> that you had to give it, it away. It was the situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, Will you please take this bed? And we're like, we, I'm not going to say what it costs, but we pulled out the old Google machine. We were looking at some reviews on it because we just want to make sure it's like, okay, yeah, we're going to take it, but what are we getting? You know, because like, is this something that's going to like, you know, develop like a crevice in like the next two years or whatever? Right. It was a highly rated mattress. Mm -hmm. Highly rated. Yeah. You did not spend little dollars on this thing. This thing was expensive. Yeah. And because it was COVID, they just gave you the money back and said, I just donate it because right. they're not going to take it back. Right. And at that point in time, they already got your fucking money. <laughs> Four or five mattresses in. Yeah. So we took that thing and we had it for a while and it was a good mattress for us. Um, 
she liked it better than I did, but we had two different layouts. Like there was my side of the bed and there was her side of the bed. Her side was more firm. Mine was more soft. Sure. Um, after a while I tried to mess with it and I couldn't, I couldn't dial it in on me. And she got into this habit where she'll start on her side of the bed and she will inch her way to my side of the bed. Okay. She liked my side of the bed better. And so then I would wake up not only on the very edge of the bed, but I've, I've got this poor girl literally attached to me. She is 500 degrees. I can't move. <laughs> and it's just like, it was not comfortable after that. And then, so if I get up and I go to her side of the bed, you've got two problems. One, hers is more firm. Mm-hmm. And two, I, that's not my side of the bed. Right. I hated it. And since we're talking about that, I'm looking at the clock. When, again, we're talking about her her recent medical stuff. Mm -hmm. Somehow, and I don't know when, I don't know how, she ended up on my side of the bed. And it's been a damn near permanent thing. And so then I'll, I, I went up there one day and she's over there because, I mean, there was a few days like she spent a few days in bed. Like, you know, she like she was that sick. Mm-hmm. And because she's sick, it's like, OK, whatever, I'll just go over here. And I miserably slept. But now it's like, OK, so they've 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 treated some things and like you know she's she's on a specific medicine to treat some other things and and again i'm keeping you know the bulk of it personal but it's like okay we're we're on the other side of this we're not out of the woods yet but we're on the other side mm-hmm. she's still on my side of the fucking bed i'd kick her ass out well i politely suggested that and that night she did wind up on her side of the bed because here's the thing is I got my CPAP machine, right? It belongs over there. And the way that the mask and the hose and everything runs, like I had a perfect excuse. Okay. This is why I belong on this side of the bed. The other excuse I had is like, Hey, if we've got a perpetrator and they come in through the door, I am between the perpetrator and you. I'm protecting you. The fact of the matter is I have the perfect side of the bed and she knows that. So she moved in the way that our bed adjusts. It's not his and hers. It's one. So it don't matter how you have it. It's all the same for me and her. Okay. She still freaking ends up on my side of the bed. And I don't mind a little bit of snuggling. <laughs> I, I, I rather enjoy it. But what she does is she takes her legs. Have you ever seen a pretzel? Mm Mm-hmm. Imagine, uh, like, her legs turn into Gumby's legs at night. And they will wrap six ways from Saturday Mm -hmm. around my legs. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it causes her shin to press against my shin. It's rather painful. And so I'm like, ow, 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 ow. Oh, but I don't want to wake her because she's comfortable. She's feeling safe and secure. But I'm not sleeping. 
So here's what happens is I just untie my legs from her legs. I get up and without her knowing or seeing, I just pout my way to her side of the bed. And she magically gets my side of the bed. But here's what happens further. I'll lay on her side of the bed where I can't sleep. She will magically wind up back on her side of the bed doing the same thing with the legs where they're all twisty tied. And I'm like, ow, 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 ow. Did I mention she's 500 degrees? (laughs) I love this woman to death. And I love the, I would rather her toss and turn towards me than not at all. But it it's a it, it it can still be a burden. And she's gonna hear this and she's gonna be like, Why didn't you say something? And I'll be like, My bad. <laughs> I mean, I understand picking fights, but when it comes to sleep, bro, you gotta you gotta have your uh you have to have what you need. I don't get what I need. And it doesn't it, let's take her out of the equation. I just don't get what I need. I'm uncomfortable. Hence me trying this lifestyle change. You know, we had a couple treats tonight. I'm glad I did. It was fun. It was great. But then tomorrow, you know, it's going to be back to the grind. Sure. I've got to get down. I need to lose 50 pounds. I'm just going to say 50. Okay. I'm not going to go crazy. I, You know, I lost a bunch of weight, like, what, 10 years ago? It's too much. Way too much. Because that took me to a different side of unhealthy. Like, I, I need to lose some weight just so that I can, you know, I can function, I can breathe, like all that stuff. So if you take, you know, my night clingy wife out of the equation, I'm still not sleeping comfortably because I can't get comfortable. I'm, my, my natural frame is probably that of a 165-pound guy. I'm a skinny dude by nature. But because of lifestyle decisions that I've made, a.k.a. Taco Bell, <laughs> In-N-Out Burger, things like that, I've got a large torso. My frame's not designed for this torso. Well, I mean, you're in shape. Round is a shape. So is pear. <laughs> I'm more of a pear. <laughs> and you fucking know it. <laughs> but if I lay flat on my back, then all of this is sitting on my chest. It's hard to catch a breath. And you always think you're dying of a heart attack. If I go one side and all the weights pull in, if I go the other side, all it, it's just hard to get comfortable. The bed was a good purchase. And it's like, am I having a heart attack or whatever? I've had my heart checked six ways from Sunday this year. My heart's fine. Now, <laughs> yeah, doesn't mean it's going to be fine six months from now if I don't make a change. True. You so, never know. Yeah, that's that's what that is. But for Frick's sake, can I just have my side of the bed back? Right. I would fight night and day. Do you have a side of the bed? Yeah. Your side of the... I know what your side of the bed is. Your side of the bed is technically her side of the bed. What do you mean? The left side. Uh, If you're laying in it, you're far left. I am left. Yeah, that's her side of the bed. But I, I, I only do that because that's closest to the door. That's I choose the right because it's closest to the door. And when we were at our old house, it the door was in front of me. I was still right. In our old house, it didn't make a matter. But if I go to a hotel room, I always pick the side closest to the door. I always pick the one closest to the outlet. 
because of your machine. Yep. Yeah, this will piss you off. Ask me when the last time I used my CPAP machine. No, bro, don't tell me. I I can't tell you because I don't know. Dude, that's not the no bueno. That's no bueno. Well, number one, she's on my fucking side of the bed. <laughs> so, I mean, realistically. But there is an that, outlet on the other side. That can a, kill you. No, I know. I could put it on the other side. I don't want to sleep over there. So fight for it. I don't want to fight. I just, I, I just want to cuddle nice. I don't want to be Gumby and pokey. got to stand up for what you want. You got to fight. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there there's a time and place, and if there's something that I want and I, or I need, oh, I'll... I first I'll be a salesman and I'll sell it. <laughs> and if the sale doesn't go through, then I just fight for it. Well, here's my final opinion. I don't think it's necessarily the fact that that's my side of the bed. I think she just wants to be on the same side of the bed that I am. Okay, well, just give you your space so that you can lay there first <laughs> and then she can come over. I mean, you know. He's just staring you down. Yeah. I'm okay with being all up close and personal. It's the legs that hurt. The twisty pretzel legs. That's the one that hurts. And that's a relatively new development. Like I said, it was because I I think her recent diagnoses scared her. Scared all of us. Sure. And so it's like. She's she's not being a bitch. I think she got scared and she just she feels safe with me. Right. Just put your legs on top instead. Make her legs sink into the. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like her her shin presses against my shin, but she's got the upper hand, so it's my shins that take the pain. So then it turns into. All a, right. So I know what I need to get you. I'll get you some hockey gear. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can go to sleep wearing some hockey Next gear. Next Christmas cr- present will be hockey gear. Yep. All right. Or some you MMA, just problem. MMA leg pads. Yeah. Problem. The two. problem the MMA leg pads might be a little more comfortable. Yeah, you're probably right on that one. You just solved a problem. Yep. She doesn't feel rejected. I don't push her away. We both get our way. That's right. See, I knew there was a reason I was telling you this live on the air amongst, you know, five or six thousand freaking people. This poor girl's going to get text messages. You're like, give him his side of the bed back. Like, that's not what I'm saying. No, I think uh, I think it'd be even funny if you just went to bed one night wearing shin guards. (laughs) Soccer shin guards. (laughs) What are you wearing those for? (laughs) I'm I'm embracing my inner soccer player. <laughs> I'm protecting my shins, lady. <laughs> you move a lot. <laughs> you know, she don't weigh funny. a minute, so it's not like she's heavy or anything like that. But like the way that the legs just bend towards the shins, it's just pain. <laughs> all right, that's all I got before I get myself uh, in trouble here. 
So, Mr. Warwa, would you like to do another one? Sure. You want to do another one next week? Yeah, let's do it. What do you want to talk about? Uh, Shinlim. Shinlim? Yeah, I don't know. I just that came. Did you just make the... up a fucking word? No, Shinlim is actually uh, uh, was it was was he on America's Got Talent? Oh, I think it was on America's Got Talent. He's a Asian um, magician, and he's got a residency in Las Vegas right now. Yeah, you should go see him. You're gonna be there in a couple weeks. Uh huh. I just ruined your surprise, didn't I? Nope. Oh, okay. All right, well. He's got to go out. So you're going to make me close the show by myself. You never do the close with me, and when you do do the close with me, you never do it right. No. I'm going to make you do it right this time. Sir, proceed. How many takes? One. Good night, everybody. That's not the close. Oh, I, I just scratched the microphone. Y- you have to you have to brand us. Uh, ow. <laughs> like a cow? No. Marketing, branding. Who are we? Uh two loose screws. Uh this is Chris and that is Sean. That's there you go. Over and out. Good night. It's better than you did last week. All right, I'm getting there. You are getting there. But, I mean, you got to put some pizzazz into the out. Okay. Uh, 10-4-10-76, uh, Teddy Bear. <laughs> oh, boy. I like the way you handle your rig. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we are out.